0: Welcome back to the Bucket Drop Podcast, everyone. Episode 5. Today we got a real special guest on the uh, podcast. He's actually a hometown boy from Cornwall. I'd like to apologize for the sound quality at the uh, beginning of my interview uh, with John Marasty. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out a few things. uh, Without further ado uh, i hope that you guys really enjoy this interview and uh, keep tuning in ladies and gentlemen do we have a treat for you for the first time on the podcast we are interviewing a guy who didn't have to drop the bucket because he does his fighting in the ring no bucket needed a professional boxer with a record of 29 and 3 and 10 wins by ko thanks for the check a hometown boy that gets talked about at all the breakfast joints and barbershops the pride of cornwall ontario tony lightning lewis Tony, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks
1: for having me here, man.
0: So, Champ, let's go back a bit and take us through your journey on how you became a boxer in the first place.
1: Oh, boy. I was, uh, I started off in martial arts first when I was very young, maybe six or seven years old. And uh, my dad just kind of encouraged me to get into it. Just wanted me to learn some some tools and and empower myself a little bit. I was a pretty small, uh, skinny kid, you know. And then uh, it turned into a, a love for sports in general, combat sports. And then uh, I'm snooping one day in the basement, around like nine ten years old, and found old tapes of him boxing. I, I recognize this young kid in headgear with his mustache, kind of looks like that and when he takes the headgear off. It's him. <laughs> I, I never knew he boxed before. That's awesome. So from now, I, was, I kept pushing. and I wanted I wanted to learn more and more, and I wanted to teach him how to box and leave karate. And then he had a chance to start teaching at Paradise Fitness when it first opened. And uh, he still didn't want me to. Uh, he was very afraid of the father-son dynamic, didn't want me to box at all, and then uh, for about almost a year, I was practicing at home, and uh, my mom finally was the one who told me to give, you know, give him a chance. Nice. That's awesome. You know, yeah.
0: And uh, so how many fights uh, in the amateurs did you have before uh, you went professional?
1: I had just over 100.
0: Oh, right on. Just over 100. Yeah. And uh, on BoxRec, you're currently listed as super light. So what weight is that exactly? That's 140.
1: 140. Yeah. So okay. it, it's uh, the, the, the two, it's super lightweight or junior weight, they're synonyms. So, right
0: and uh, congratulations on your last win! I heard you moved up to junior welterweight for that bout.
1: Yes, yeah, that was my uh, my official debut at junior welterweight, and uh, I'll I'll probably be staying there for the remainder of my
0: career. And uh, I didn't get a chance to stream that one, so uh, can you t- can you walk us through uh, how that fight went?
1: Well, I'm not too happy with it, if I can be completely honest. I thought, uh, I mean, we got the W, we won, and I didn't want to. Uh, it was a great platform, but with with UFC Fight Pass, I think it was nice to have that that kind of uh, platform to be. Given boxers some exposure and uh, you know millions of subscribers worldwide, uh, which is why I took the fight. But really, I didn't give myself enough time to train. I took a short notice, uh, two weeks, which really means a week of hard training, and then the last week you're tapering down, just trying to cut kind of weight and maintain. But I didn't give myself enough time to prepare and put myself in that mindset of uh, fight mode.
0: You know what I mean? No, for sure. And, like, when you say, uh, obviously, it's short notice, two weeks. And, uh, like, so what's your walking around weight?
1: Well, so, so usually in the 150s. Okay. So I had, to, I had to cut I had to cut about nine pounds in the last couple of days. It sounds It sounds like a lot, but, you know, it's, it's there's a science to it. And I've been
0: uh, doing it for so long. I doing I it for
1: so long. But it was more just, like, the boxing muscles, though. Like, I, was, I always stay relatively active between fights anyways. I don't let myself go, but... I was uh, I my box and muscles were not sharp. Sure. The, the box of mind was not what it should have been. It was a muscle memory, so it was it was a good competitive fight. It was exciting for the fans, but for me myself, it's a it, it was a fight that I, I should have dominated had gotcha. I been in a dumb
0: condition. Right on, and uh, just for like that one's a two week, but I mean for a, a general uh, training camp, how, like, how many how many weeks is that exactly? That was six to eight weeks. Okay, and uh, what does your training camp consist of? As far as workouts per day, yeah, uh,
1: two workouts a day, uh, you know, five or six times a week. Um, that's that's running, yeah, my strength and conditioning that I do over at Quest with uh, with Tom Irving. But I, I but I do have to say that the uh, the other gyms in town have also been very supportive as well. Like uh, uh, physical, and Summit will allow me to go there to, to use their steam rooms if I need to cut weight sometimes or things like that. They, uh, a lot of the local gyms are very supportive and uh, open arms. Um, and then the boxing obviously is the primary uh, yeah. training that's number one that that's almost every day probably hard sparring probably twice a week you don't want to you don't want to overdo the sparring mm-hmm. you know you need to get the rounds in with yeah the, it's the best way to prepare but you don't want to overdo it if you fight in the gym either and not. what how many
0: rounds is that like you do like six or you know
1: what it may start off with like 46 rounds early in camp and then you may do like one or two 10 or 12 round sessions in your peak phase in camp just to know that it's there, then you can do it, and then after that, most of the time, no more than six rounds. But don't forget, the six rounds sparring session, but then you still got two hours of training: the heavy bag, the mitts, all the calisthenics, and the uh, the bodyweight exercises. And
0: so I guess, like obviously, there's the other workout that you're talking about. But it, like I've heard, for uh, running uh, ten kilometers, you're supposed to train and do you know eight eight kilometers, and and so on, so you're, you're ready for the big day, right? Is that kind of the same concept? Or
1: yeah. Like, a lot of times, too, like, I'll make something running now. Like, sometimes I'll do days where, like, I'll just do sprint days or I'll do interval runs. Uh, you know, all the days, I'll take maybe one or two days out of the week where I'll just do a nice, long, slow distance where I'll, I'll put in, like, I'll put in, like, a 9 or 10 K, like you're saying. Just, uh, a lot of times, I don't even measure it. I just go for an hour. Gotcha. And I'll give myself an hour. I'm just going to go, you know. And uh, really, uh, for me, I like to have a nice, long run at the end of the week like that because it's kind of an active recovery, too, because you're uh you're reducing really, you really all the lactic acid buildup that you accumulated during the, the training. You know, it's a shakeout.
0: And uh, one fight that really got your name out there was against a guy called Carl Dragon, who was regarded as uh, the next great one in the division. Yeah. And I just remember your speed. Obviously, you got the nickname of uh, Lightning uh, along your career, but is that something that can be taught, or are you just born with that speed?
1: I think speed is something that, uh, those are things that are just got given. Like, you know, so some people have speed, some people have just natural power. Uh, other guys are just naturally tough, and you know, they're insanely tough. They can just take punishment, uh, you know, be, uh, better than the next guy for some, one reason or another. But hand speed was always something that I was, uh, I was blessed with, uh, and the fundamentals and the technique took time to catch up to some of my my natural ability, you know. And when it got to a certain level where uh, the natural ability wasn't enough, you know, then the fundamentals and the technique had to catch up and learn my craft. And, taking the time to
0: you know yeah that's interesting yeah. so uh now coming off that dragon fight you were uh, later matched against a fighter uh Derry matthews and uh, can you talk can you talk to us about that fight like wasn't that short notice as well yeah four days oh my god for, for a world title Jeez. yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah but uh, I, I was i was in shape i was already getting ready for a fight so i, I had a full camp just not for this guy which is another thing like it, it it's not to make excuses, but, but but it's something where
0: you're planning for a certain you're department. planning
1: for a certain style, and you're lining up sparring partners for a certain style. It, it's you know, it and now you it switches up at the last minute. But I figured with with my experience, I'd seen enough. I'd seen enough uh, fighters with different skill sets and styles in front of me over the years at that stage. That, and, and for for world title, you don't want to turn it down. So I was in shape. Uh, Derry Matthews was a, was a good, credible fighter, good champion, but nothing I hadn't seen before that i never experienced, so there was no reason why I should step away. It was just, isn't, we got four days. That's four days to, you know, shake up the jet lag and rewire my head for this guy. And, uh, put, you know, we're going in blindfold. We're going we're gonna to figure him out as we go. Once we yeah. go in, there's no time to line up any proper sparring, nothing. But we're in condition where it's going to go. We're going to go for it and uh, try to bring a world title back home.
0: No, and, uh, like, obviously this is a long time ago now, uh, but, like, I was pissed when I watched that fight because I definitely think you won that one. That's just my opinion, and uh, I think I talked to you about that before as well. So, like, you were all over him with that speed, like I said, but uh, is that still, like, a huge issue in boxing, like, the scoring and the judging?
1: Oh, man. <laughs> it's, you know, I, th- I think it's never going to go away. Yeah. It's never, I, I think all professional sports uh, are corrupt, Yeah, if we're being honest, you know, at, at the elite level. There's just that there's a you know a lot at stake when the, when there's money involved big money involved and in, in, with big names big financial backers and you know what uh, there's always going to be politics and uh, things like that. Nah. And
0: there's probably still that like that hometown politics. judge too and it's, everything it's else. Never, it's never going to go away. It's and never going to. Is away. a part of it also like not qualified uh, people judging or? Well,
1: they're quali- qualified. I think they're qualified. It's just that. Uh, you know what? If if you're a, but you got to remember who who's paying them. The 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 host promoter is the one paying the judges.
0: Oh, okay, okay. He's giving
1: them the payroll. Yeah. So you you get strongly encourage them. For you sure. Know, to say you know, uh, they know who the house fighter is.
0: Yeah, you know? no, I so, I hear you. you know? And uh, like as I mentioned, like I'm a little congested right now, and like I, I'm convinced I'm convinced that myself getting sick is from taking the plane. As I mentioned, like <laughs> I went to Florida, I wasn't expecting to get sick, but like. Poor air circulation or whatever—that's in my head, maybe. But have you ever been sick or injured before a fight? Uh,
1: yes, um, yes. Uh, I, I've gotten into some fights injured. Uh, I've gotten into some fights sick. Uh,
0: just battle through it, I guess. Just battle
1: through it. Yeah, but, you know. I, but and I, I, know my body. I know my limits too. Yeah. And I, I know if um, uh, like I pulled out of fights too because like one fight I pulled out of, I was supposed to fight in California a couple of years ago. And I pulled out, maybe I was going to headline it, maybe two weeks out, I pulled out from it because I had caught a bad virus. Everybody was sick in the house. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, You know, my, my son, his mom, so <laughs> I, I caught on to me too. And uh, I, I knew it. I missed, I missed like three or
0: four days of training, and my, my immune system was too weak, and I... Uh, so I know when to pull on too. Yeah, well, that's good then. So you know your own body, and uh, <clears throat> you won that championship, the North American, against uh, Cam O'Connell. And uh, it was that the most memorable fight of your career? Uh,
1: no, I wouldn't say that. Uh, it, it's a highlight. It, it's it's definitely going to be a it's definitely a highlight of my career. And it, it'll be a good memory and a good one to know. You know, to have my son there, hold him in the ring after it with the with, with the belt around us. That's. But I wouldn't say it was. Uh, I, I still think for now. I think Carl Dorgan's probably my most satisfying win. Yeah, that was for, a good for, one for me
0: personally. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm currently expecting my first child. Not that we are talking about uh, okay. your son, and uh, we, Congratulations. we yeah, thanks a lot, man. And uh, we don't know the sex yet. Yeah. And uh, I know you have a little boy. So, how do you feel that has impacted your boxing and your your professional career?
1: Uh, it's been um, it's it's been rewarding. Yeah, it makes me fight that much harder now. I know that I got a, I got a little one to feed. It's not just about me anymore. But, uh, you
0: know, uh, my, his, you know, his quality of life depends on my success. Oh, definitely. You know. Like, you have another job as well, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And well, what is that? I'm a youth worker. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah,
1: I've, been, uh, I've been working in, uh, in group homes for almost 10 years now.
0: Okay. Just all around Cornwall? or? Uh, no,
1: I was, in, I was in Akwesasne at a treatment center for almost nine years, and I'm still a casual there. Okay. And uh, I recently uh, made a, a transition to Longcrest about a year ago.
0: Oh, I was actually an event last night for Lauren Cress. Okay. was a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a gambling event. But anyways, <laughs> they raised a lot of funds for the for yeah. Lauren Cress. So it's a good organization. And uh, we had a little back and forth, as you may recall, uh, when McGregor and me, whether uh, the circus happened. <laughs> and I won't lie; I put a hundred dollars on McGregor because I'm an absolute mush. But <laughs> and I, yeah, I mean, you could win a thousand dollars. So why not? I figured one lucky punch, maybe. But I don't know too much about boxing. But as a bo- but what was the odds? Uh, I might be off a little bit, but I know it was it like was at least 500 or 1,000, something
1: like really? that. Wow. Yeah, so. Putting in 100 bucks. Yeah. You know, wow, I'm like, okay.
0: why, why not, right? It this, the, a a circus like that's not going to happen again. Yeah. So. Uh, but as a boxer with a brain for the game, do you think Mayweather was playing with him the entire time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, I do think he was thrown off a little bit initially. I think. Just with the stance, that, I guess. Or? Yeah. Just the fact that McGregor was so, was so unconventional in a boxing ring. You know, sometimes in the gym, it's sometimes it's harder aspiring a beginner okay. than it's aspiring, aspiring a, a an active fighter that like can advance boxer, because they they don't have a rhythm. Yeah, there's no rhythm yet. They're not uh, they're, they're unorthodox, so you don't know how to time them. And I think there was Mayweather experienced a little bit of that with Conor coming in with his uh, MMA uh, background. But uh, I but I also felt like I think he recognized early that. Uh, Connor was gonna gas. Him. Yeah, he no, have, for sure. He didn't have a good poker face. Yeah. So I, 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 think Floyd, especially at forty years old, he decided he wasn't gonna push himself too hard early, and, uh, and, and against the the bigger the bigger man while he was fresh, he let him gas a little bit and then pull his teeth, is what I like to call it, and then we saw that by the midway point, I really thought it was the turning point, and then Mayweather just started hunting him down.
0: Yeah, for sure. And like, uh, like talking about that, you're saying like a different style, you know, like with the MMA background, you're talking about, like, like does he? Like throw differently. Like, is well, it not from the chin? Or I, th- I
1: think it just just to, just his stance, the way he was, uh, the way he was, he was, he was holding his hands and, and his whole approach and how he would attack. It wasn't. Uh, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. It was a textbook. Okay. You know, it was just. It was just. A, a, a shows Conor's athleticism though to be able to make that transition and you know and do do fairly well have, have yep. some some success. You know, I guess the, this generation's best boxer, but uh, I just hope everybody accepted that, you know, why, well, like...
0: Different sports. Yeah,
1: like, you know, the biggest thing I was getting from some of the MMA guys after the fight, well, you know, if that would have been in a cage, you yeah. know, well, yeah, we fucking know that. Yeah, <laughs> Nobody, Nobody's arguing otherwise. The whole thing was like, you guys were the ones... You guys were just... Butt sore because you know yeah. you were you were pulling for Conor. And you thought Conor was going to pull it off. Okay, yeah, so for sure. It, we all know what would have happened in the case. I, I, I just want people to accept that. I've never been for this whole boxing versus MMA thing. Like they're, they can they're call two combat sports, but they're two different yeah. combat sports. You know, fight on your feet and fight on the ground. It's a different fight. Definitely. It's a different fight. Period. That's it. It doesn't mean one's tougher or better than the other. It's different. You know, and then it just comes down to what do you enjoy watching more? You got some guys that enjoy and appreciate uh, the jiu-jitsu and the ground fighting, and the submission, the submission, and that's great. You got others who enjoy more, you know, the back and forth flow of a stand-up fight, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. Stay
1: in your lane, that's all. I'm
0: <laughs> oh, definitely. And uh, I, I obviously saw, too, in that fight, obviously, like, boxers, like, the gas tank seems to have to be a bit better, obviously, like, like, if you look at a fight like we, we, we have...
1: We have to be on the balls of our feet for 36 minutes.
0: Yeah, that's right. Okay. And
1: it's, 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 it's can't take it's, breaks. Right? It's constant flow. And a lot of times in MMA, you know, it doesn't work. On, you know, there's more things to worry about being that it, it's 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 knees, elbows, punches, kicks, a grappling. More things to worry about, but that goes both ways. You also have more tools at your disposal too. You know, it's not working on your feet. You don't have good boxing. This guy's got good hands. Oh, I can take him down. Yeah. Oh, I, I need to take a break. Like the cardio. Exactly. You know, You're capacity. You know, I need to catch a second wind. Take him down. Yeah,
0: for sure. And you even I—I I don't know if you watched that Nate Diaz fight, but like he has the tendency when he's fighting, to lay on his back a few times. You know, just to <laughs> yeah. re- regain that I, breath. I,
1: I, I missed it, but I've yeah. seen plenty of Nate Diaz fights. For and sure. That. Yeah,
0: he's, he's, was, he's actually a pretty good boxer right here too. Not bad. Yeah, he's
1: actually not bad. He trains with Andre Ward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Andre Ward guy. I love Andre yeah. Ward. So
0: uh, if Andre Ward uh, acknowledges his boxing skills, then I,
1: I'm gonna, I'm to believe. Him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Well said. And uh, you said something to me that day, or you know, everybody's chatting back and forth on Facebook, but yeah. it really resonated with me. And uh, with all the talks about concussions and CTE these days, uh, is made. You said Mayweather made it cool not to get hit. Yeah. So Can you explain that <laughs> a little bit? I guess it's self-explanatory, but
1: uh, yeah, you know what he uh, he was he found a way. He, his style is not the most exciting style that yeah. fans will appreciate, you know? So he doesn't have a memorable style, but he's got the kind of style that he, know, he knew how to win. And he's got that shoulder roll. He knew how to, yeah, he, he knew it. And, and, and really, the, the shoulder roll, there's so much more that goes behind it, yeah. what, he, what he's doing. And, and the, he's got such a strong base and, and, and skill set to be able to apply it. It's not just about the shoulder roll, but he's got everything. He's got a whole complete skill set to back that up and, and you know, fight out of that position. But uh, he, he was able to, you know, we start seeing how these guys that, you know, make the memories and the highlight reels and, and the, you know, the, the stars, and then they're forgotten about afterwards. It's all said and done. And nobody sees afterwards the lingering effects from from the, the punishment they took. For sure. For the, you know, the, the entertainment they gave us over the years. And uh, then they're alone. No, you know, definitely. In, in retirement. So Mayweather well recognized that. He made that... He brought that to light to the public. There, was I don't care, I don't care if, yeah. if you guys enjoy watching me or not. For sure, you know. But he was at the end of the day. Like I want to draw my kids and my grandkids one day. Yeah.
0: You guys are long gone and You forget about me Definitely And I hope I didn't misquote you I think it was something Along those lines No no lines, That so. sounds like something <laughs> yeah, I would say okay. For sure But I have to say <laughs> I gained a lot of respect For him in that fight Because like as a casual fan That fight was For me anyways A lot more entertaining Than the, the Pacquiao Mayweather Maybe yeah. not as far as Styles But no, no, it it was, just uh, he, he went balls out You know and and the whole, uh, Yeah it was You know Floyd for one thing He said
1: what he He said exactly In it, the lead up That he was going to Stay in
0: the
1: pocket Bang go toe to toe And walk yeah, this
0: guy down And that's what he did For sure yeah, and uh, do you think he'll come back for uh, to the sport for a big payday? I mean, or do you I think th- he's done?
1: I think he's done. Yeah, I think he's got so many other avenues to go to to, to make income.
0: Yeah, no, and, for sure. And,
1: and, you know, and, uh, but uh, I think he makes millions every month anyways with all his endorsements, and he's got a, he's got a strip club down there too, eh? yeah <laughs> It Yeah, does, it does well apparently.
0: I think they invited him back. They invited <laughs> McGregor to the strip club <laughs> after the fight. <laughs> I,
1: th- <laughs> I think the only. Payday that like contest, like, like he's doing these exhibitions now. You saw that, yeah, like,
0: against the you know, in he, Japan or something,
1: making like 000, 000 a million dollars around. Yeah, you know? that's ridiculous. He was, or he just, sorry, sorry. I think I'm, I'm, wait, I'm grossly exaggerating. But he made a hundred grand or something? No.
0: Something yeah, crazy like
1: that for like a three round fight.
0: And it's just goes, an exhibition. Goes, goes like the guy an exhibit. out in thirty seconds. No. Yeah, for sure. But uh, but mean, that, that does that go in? That doesn't go in. No, no, no. It's okay. just an exhibition. Exhibition. No, no. Yeah.
1: And he's he's talking about doing another one in China. Okay. You know. But uh, lots of money down there. But but I think he's got options like that. If he was to come back, the only name I think that could garner him a kind of like you know like two or three hundred million dollar payday that he which is what he's looking for would yep. be a, a Pacquiao
0: rematch. Oh, okay, would be the only one I see. There's not like an upcoming uh, boxer that's so not that
1: not not not. There's all kinds. Yeah, but there's all kinds of young guns out there, but not not that can bring the kind of.
0: Payday. Payday. Like okay. That, that
1: star power that, yeah, that, for that sure. Pacquiao can bring. You know? Okay. But there's plenty of young guys out there that I don't think he wants to touch. Now. No. And now at a point where I think Florida will be pushing it. There. Okay. Some good young guys at 147 there. That yeah. Age and catches now. up to you for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah. yeah. And uh, the heavyweight division is on fire right now as well. Like you got Ruiz, uh, Joshua, Wilder, and Fury. You got that, that big four. And let me tell you that fight between Fury and Wilder was absolutely inspirational. I mean like what a story. You know like what, what are your thoughts on the division, and who do you think is going to uh, come out with the, with all the belts?
1: So the heavyweight division is exciting, and it's about time. You know, there's an old saying in boxing. Uh, I'm going to misquote it now, but boxing goes as the heavyweights go. Yeah. You know, because really they are they are really, you know, we have our pound-for-pounders. Who's the best overall regardless of weight? But really, the best fighter in the sport is, is the heavyweights. Because yeah, the king of the world, right? <laughs> yeah. Mayweather's not Mayweather's not going to beat Deontay Wilder. Yeah, as, as, as good as he is he may have 10 times more skills but Wilder plants his right hand on him there's just too much body weight behind oh, for sure. there. there's too <laughs> yeah. much mass too much man there to, you know. so the heavyweights are literally the kings of the ring and I don't know who's going to come out on, on top at the end of it I mean I think Wilder's got that ace with that right hand you know but Fury might be in his head now if they have a rematch because hey, man, he took his best shot
0: and he, no got kidding.
1: he got up what does that do to Wilder psychologically Yeah. you know and get up and and beat him and I'll box him for most of the night and get up after that knockdown that should have put him to to rest (laughs) (laughs) and uh, gets up and comes back to beat him like hurt him late late in the same round and uh, just take you know I think Fury's got all the skills Uh and uh, I think Wilder it comes down to Wilder and Fury I think I think Ruiz is going to beat Joshua again
0: oh yeah I do that's awesome I
1: think he's got his number um
0: yeah, because that was a that was an
1: underdog fight he's got too. Fast hands, man. Yeah, it really. See, is. He looks so deceiving. Yeah. You know, he looks like a little butterball, but he's yeah. fucking fast. No. And he's got skills and he can bang and he's tough. And yeah. like Joshua, he took a short notice, he barely sparred. Uh-huh. Joshua comes out, does his thing, drops him hard in the third round. Drops yeah. Ruiz hard. Ruiz fucking gets up. And it doesn't just it wasn't just a lucky punch. He went on to beat him down yeah. for like the next five, six rounds. And beat him in the submission until they stopped it. He's got heavy
0: hands. He's got heavy
1: hands, and he's fast, and he knows how to use them. He's crafty. Yeah. You know? And uh, I think for, for Joshua to beat him in the rematch, what he's got to do, my opinion, yeah. is he's got to make it boring. Never mind trying to mix it up with him and trade with him and try to look sensational. Stiffen up that jab. Mm-hmm. Keep a hard jab on him. Keep him at the end of your reach. And uh, don't let this guy get close and make it boring. And hopefully he gets tired enough and gets reckless. You can find a right hand on him. Be be ready and just go for the long. Don't worry about knocking them out. Just box them, use your reach, and uh, don't let them get past that jab.
0: And are they? You think they're finally going to be able to make that fight between the the two winners afterwards? Like, are, are they yeah. going to be able to line up? Uh, I think either should. Ruiz with uh, with what's uh, with, uh, with, uh, with uh, Wilder or e- either winner of Fury Wilder. Yeah, and it's,
1: yeah. You know, because Joshua Joshua versus Wilder has been the big one. They've been one. Yeah, to they've make been, been talking about it for you know, and then. Fury threw a curveball in the things, right? yep. but Fury's becoming an attraction now too. Like he's bringing a lot of money into, you know, into every division. Yeah, up. I saw
0: but he's like, crossing over to W, W, E, yeah.
1: whatever else, you know. So you know, he's got a lot of personality. Yeah. He's charismatic, you know. He's got a good backstory coming back from his uh, from his addiction and uh,
0: yeah, know, for sure. Uh,
1: su- you know, suicidal uh, period in his life and everything else, and rebuilding. You know, so it's uh, there's a lot there that he can market with Fury.
0: Yeah. You know? I, I, I recently heard that he's actually thinking about going to MMA too. Did you see that? twice <laughs> oh, he's talking. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think he should. Stay
0: he just away. likes to talk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, another another dark horse in every division though coming is Wilder. Waller took on a very tough. He's got a February payday lined up. Okay. For him in Fury, but he took a very tough fight a rematch coming up.
0: Ortiz. Yeah, this okay. week.
1: Man, is that no? That's at the end of the month. Okay. Another, another week or two against Luis Ortiz. Yeah, yeah. Man, he fucking. He won that fight the last time, but I'm telling you, he got lucky because he got hurt earlier in that fight, and nobody's talking about it, but that referee, or there was a ringside official that gave Wilder like an extra minute to recover after your 62nd
0: test period already to
1: check on him and examine him before letting him come up for the next round. He was out on his feet, and I'm like, I've never seen this. And Paulie Malanaji on on the commentator, the only one who was like screaming foul, like never seen this before unless there's a bad cut yeah the examiner you you check him just cause to make sure he's he's okay like not too disoriented well yeah. that's what the 60 second yeah is for if you know what? then he, then he wants a standing eight count or something no for
0: sure not that uh, it's not, not sure. when you're kind of out of it it's more yeah. it's more for cuts like you said that's it, right yeah no. you know, so. and uh, there's one guy that I don't think you should mess with um, and uh it's, he is the uh, official underground boxing uh, champ uh after all, is that Charlie Zalenoff? Did you ever hear about this guy? Yeah, I have. Oh, <laughs> fuck.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I wouldn't
0: yeah. mess with him. Totally. Have you ever seen
1: that video with him and Wilder, though?
0: Yeah, I did. I did. Wilder? That's, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. That's wild.
1: But you know, hey, the guy started like, the guy says tweeting about making fun of Wabba's daughter, who's got disabilities. Oh, and okay. You know, and that, that's where you go too far. Trash yeah. talk is trash talk. It's all hype, and you do whatever to, you know, but. Yeah. But uh, that goes too far.
0: What man Wilder taught him a lesson. Oh, for sure. And like, if you've seen a few videos, I mean, you can go down a rabbit hole. But this guy, just for people uh, who might not know, he goes into local gyms and just asks a guy if he wants to start a fight. And then he just automatically punches him in the face and just (laughs) sucker punches guys all over the place. That's what we're made with the senior. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Guys, yeah, guys, yeah, he's guys. just a troll there, but anyways, uh, now, uh, I've been in a lot of hockey fights, and I have to tell you, like, one thing that I never liked is getting punched in the face, so I played a little safe, if you will, and, uh, I don't that,
1: like it either. Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's right, the popular belief. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's not the fights that I like to watch, I like to see when the guys go toe-to-toe, you know, but, like, how, like, how do you learn how to take a shot, I guess? Like, is that just from a lot of sparring?
1: Uh, you know what, I mean, you know, some guys just take it better than others, uh, but I think I think your body does build up a tolerance. At,
0: oh yeah, okay. even
1: like even the arms and the ribs and the, everything else. Like you know, we condition our bodies. You know, like our core, so we can uh, absorb those body. Moves. And the neck, and... you know, what? the neck. Like a lot of times, like when people talk about how do you take a good head shot, some guys are just blessed with toughness yeah. more than others. But I also think I asked George Chaval this question. He's probably got one of the best gyms ever in boxing. Okay, in, in Canadian. Yeah, my like, 15 rounds with Ali, never yeah. been put. Fought Foreman, Fraser. Fought probably the greatest heavyweight. We're talking about heavyweights. Probably the greatest heavyweight era, which was in the seventies. Yep. Ali, Foreman, Fraser, and uh, Ken Norton, those guys. He fought all those guys. Never got dropped. These guys were monsters. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, I asked him one day, "What do you think? You had such a good chin. What was it?" And he still speaks very well. Yeah. Like in his eighties, he still speaks very well. And he told me, "Because I really, he goes I think, I think a, I think it's a little bit maybe genetics, so or you're just blessed with it." with, with the, that toughness but a neck a thick neck mm-hmm. he goes do a lot of neck strengthening exercises which i've always done but it kind of reinforced that in my head when i was speaking to him yeah you know, about that and i really made it a, make it a point now every time in the gym to always work on my neck and just different exercises you can do
0: but um your typical yeses and noes, but there, there's other stuff too. you
1: can use weights with the two attach plate to okay a harness right oh make, yeah yeah you know okay but um uh yeah, a good strong neck—it's your shock absorber. I tell the kids that at the gym all the yeah. time. It's your shock absorber because it, it prevents stronger neck is able to absorb the impact and avoid whiplash. Because the whiplash, what you want to avoid, because that's what, it's the whiplash side right? is those concussive blows that. Oh, really? That okay. The brain cells. Yeah. If you can avoid whiplash, which a strong neck will help. Okay. Then.
0: that's interesting i didn't know that yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i always thought just like the chin is the button you know what the i mean but, the button, but yeah and
1: we, but keep your chin down yeah exactly
0: keep <laughs> yeah keep your Which is hard too down. when you start getting winded right <laughs> yeah. like.
1: chin down eyes forward hands up i think the, the best the, the 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 best uh way to uh Take a shot—is to not take it. Don't get hit. <laughs> no, you know, for keep sure. Put your hands up and move your
0: head. For sure. Um, and uh, your father and my dad—they help organize an annual boxing event for the children's treatment center. And uh, will you be attending that this year? And uh, if so, like, are you going to be? Are you going to be refing again? Every year, I'm always there. Okay. I
1: always ref. Yeah, I, I enjoy giving back, and it's always a nice turnout, and uh, get to see some of uh, Cornwall, Cornwall's better. You know, yeah. Personalized and you were
0: talking about George Chavalo. He was the guest of honor a few years ago, right? Yeah, he was the yeah. guest of
1: honor a few years ago. Yeah, I think uh, this. Well, any
0: teasers? Yeah, for this year.
1: I. You know what? It's it's not a done deal yet, but okay. I've been pushing for this one for. A, uh, I'll I'll give away one hint.
0: All right. He he
1: was my size. Okay. He was my size, and I'm a big fan of him. I I, I love to meet him, and I think uh, so. I'm I'm pushing hard that. Uh, uh, Sean Adams and the, the treatment center decided to bring this guy in. I speedy hands, he,
0: hands to this guy, or a, Yeah, speedy yeah. hands. I think
1: he's gonna be. I think he's gonna. He's gonna be great for the crowd. He's a good speaker. I good. think he's gonna have a great, uh, uh, great presentation. And he, and he was a he was a star. He was a media darling. Yeah. Uh, uh, to me, it's a no brainer, and I I'd love to meet him. And may, maybe. Can't can't spar him now. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, but I'll hold mitts for him. It would be honor yeah. to hold mitts for him. Right. have him hold mitts for me. Whatever. Right on.
0: <laughs> And you're t- saying a good speaker. I mean, like uh, that's probably why you're such a good ambassador for the city. You know what I mean? You're a good speaker and like Thank yeah, and you, you do so. you do a good job and you you give a lot back. And anyways, um, I I've been to Champ's gym on a few occasions and uh, let me tell you, I had the workout of my life. Uh, I had to quit. Because I had a source folder and I felt like I was holding other people back. What? So Let's this guy. <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, built-in. but at the same time though, at the same time, like if anyone's listening and wants to challenge me for a charity, uh, boxing event, Whoa. I don't know if uh, I'm just putting it out there. I'd love to get in the ring for charity. Also, uh, I'm not a marathon guy. cops you don't like? i uh, new cops. cops yeah. I like all the cops, but uh, I, I just like to do it for fun. You know what I mean? like, I'm not a guy that wants to train for a marathon because I don't have the runner's body. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. but you'd have to tell me what kind of uh, weight I would uh, have to be at there because I'm kind of a topo right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, and actually, you know what? Like, I I just came back from Florida, and I was doing the water aerobics with the uh, the uh, the older people. So, yeah. I, I feel like I'm ready for a fight. There, <laughs> right. so Yeah. And uh, I also did some surfing while I was there, so that was a lot of fun. But I have to admit, I don't know if it's a Canadian thing or you know what I mean. It's I tried surfing
1: last year, kicked my ass. Yeah, it's tough. Eh? Yeah, fuck. Let's
0: do it. Do it. <laughs> and I still have that thing in my head where it's like always thinking about sharks and stuff. So like, <laughs> I know it's like a one in a eleven million chance there, yeah, but anyway. You could
1: be that one. Man. Yeah. Exactly. I think the same way. I don't like Mother Nature <laughs> too
0: much. Um, so, can you tell me a bit about uh, what's next and what you're up to these days? So, you're talking about the youth. Uh, your youth yeah, counselor? I, 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 yeah, I'm
1: still a I'm still a youth worker at uh, at a couple group homes. One in Abbotsford and one in Cornwall. I've uh, still the, probably you know what I I enjoy what I do. I, I like giving back with the youth, and uh, it's a, it's a rewarding job. It can also be very draining too, though. It can be very emotionally and mentally draining sometimes and uh but it's a uh, it's uh, it's a fun way for me to uh, uh i'm able to bring boxing in as a as, as kind of my niche sometimes uh with these kids and a lot of times have it play a role in their plan of care to uh to, uh, to help them with whatever uh mental health issues that they that they may be going through at a, at a very uh, you know sensitive stage in their life so uh, I'm able to use that as an icebreaker to help connect with these kids. Along with from there, then the other barriers come down, and you can start getting these kids to talk, and you try to find some some middle ground and uh, help them uh, turn around their lives. No, that's so, um, great. On a better track.
0: That's awesome. Man. And uh, we'll uh, we'll end it on a fun note. So this is something that I, I call the interrogation. So uh, I'm gonna make you sweat a little bit, alright. Okay. So
1: I'm used to that. I so gotta
0: so. take on the role as a, a, of a detective there. So first question. Hot dog or hamburger? Oh, hamburger. Yeah? What fixings? Uh,
1: Like, well, like what, what do I want on it? Yeah. All dressed, man. Right. Yeah, ketchup, mustard, relish, whole, hot sauce, the whole bits.
0: And is a hamburger sandwich? Is a hamburger a sandwich? No, oh, man. It's a burger. Yeah,
1: why? <laughs> <laughs> I've never been asked that before. Uh, that's it. Man, I don't know. It's, it's just uh, it's a man's sandwich.
0: <laughs> Hypothetical. You're single. Who would you go on a date with? Rihanna, Kate Winslet, or Kesha?
1: Rihanna.
0: Yeah? Why? Uh, Explain oh, yourself.
1: Ah, you know, just she's, she's got the sex appeal about her. It's just, uh, she's got everything going. She's, just, she's got those eyes, too. the whole look, her whole vibe along with her body and everything is just,
0: you know. All right, all right. So, uh, <laughs> cat or dog person? Uh,
1: Well, you know what? I think at this stage of my life, I might inherit a cat soon. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually looking at a new property, and I think I'm going to... Uh, Adopt a cat? Can. Yeah. Nice. That's all right. <laughs> At this stage of my life, listen, a cat, I've been dogs all my life, but a cat, now, they, they don't require a lot of affection. They're not too needy. They just want to, they're content to love me from a distance. It's just the kind of... And you travel I
0: mean. a lot. We'll, yeah. We'll yeah. be
1: best friends. <laughs>
0: okay. So uh, you've been falsely convicted of a murder, and Canada just brought back the death penalty. So what is your last meal?
1: I'm a, I'm a foodie too. Like, I'm a foodie. I love food. That, that's why I moved up. <laughs> um, I love me a Louis Pizza.
0: Oh, that's a that's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what is the most embarrassing thing that you do? That, <laughs> what that I what I currently do? Yeah, you do. Like I don't know, pick your nose or what? Uh, that's <laughs> I that pick my nose. That's
1: a good one. You probably noticed while I was
0: there. no, no, no. <laughs> So, um, i go with that. You go with that one? Or yeah. I, uh, my, mine is I watch uh, 90 Day Fiance, so that's uh, <laughs> yeah. that's
1: that's live on your podcast, man.
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah. so uh, speaking of meals, uh, what do you have before a fight and uh, like after uh, yeah, what do you have after a fight? After or before? After a fight, so after whatever, I'll ask you the next question. After.
1: Ah, but whatever I want after a fight, whatever.
0: Louis Pizza, Louis Pizza, <laughs>
1: p- pretend, whatever you know, what after the, my fight in June, the last one in Cornwall. Yeah. I ordered... I, everything else was closed and the fights ended so late. I had to order Napoleon's and they delivered it like 2 in the morning.
0: It was good though? Yeah, it was good. Right was
1: on. Good. Napoleon's always tastes good at 3 in the morning.
0: You yeah. Know? You know what I always <laughs> have when I go there? I have the onion root patin. Did you ever try that? Actually, I have. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty greasy. Pretty yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what about... Uh, yeah, like right after the weight cut. Right before a but fight. I'll start with fruits first. Okay. Because yeah,
1: I've, I've... Actually, funny story because I... Uh, you're low on your sugars, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So you want you want to start small because I gave. Be I'll start with fruits and hydrate. Usually the Pedialyte or Gatorade. Okay. I kind of avoid Pedialyte now, even though it's the best for electrolytes. And okay. But uh, I find it's the sweet. It's a little too hard on my belly, so I find Gatorade's a little bit easier on my stomach. So Gatorade, water. You know, I'll hyperhydrate, get all the fluids back into me. Uh, fruits, all those those natural sugars. You know, just. A... And then from there, ease my ease my stomach into, you know, some full solid meals again. Okay. I usually do a you know, pasta steak. Still, still a little up on my veggies. Uh, you know, sweet potatoes maybe probably the best source of carbs you can have. Uh, but um, funny story, how I, I, you know, you learn through trial and error the whole weight kind of thing. Before the dark fight, yeah, I had to cut kind of weight for about three days. Okay, eating like a rabbit, and then there was like a, a complete twenty four hour dry out just to shed off the last couple of pounds. And then my promoter took me to a steakhouse on the top floor of the casino. After three days of eating like a rabbit, was, you know, like eating very light to, to basically nothing the last day. I go and have a twenty four ounce steak with the sides. nice right Yeah, <laughs> crusted yeah, crusted in record time. And then next thing you know, my stomach's playing knots on so it, like, You know, like I'm it's 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 knots. I'm having a hard time like moving and like I feel sick, you know, I'm laying down in the bed trying to ease my stomach and get comfortable. And a couple hours later, my dad and my other cornman Matt Vitra they come and. They knock on my on my room door and they ask if I want to come down for another little snack, take a little walk, whatever. And I don't want to get up. They they kind of persuade me to come out. And they didn't know that I was I was I wasn't feeling all that great. So when this there was a, this little cafeteria at, at the bottom floor that, where all the fighters had food vouchers that week to eat, and uh, I, was, I wouldn't eat too much. I was having a little bit of Gatorade, and I think I had like just to keep my dad happy, and keep them from nagging me. I think I. I had a bowl of cereal just to, like, here, you know, cereal. I wasn't <laughs> hungry yet. The next thing you know, it all came was a small little mini table. It flew right across on that. couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Oh, shit. Yeah, was, just, a vomit just came on projectile. All yeah. over. And then, like, have you ever seen the movie Analyze This? Yeah, yeah. At the funeral, that funeral scene when they're all, yeah. <laughs> that's what it looked like. Oh, man. Um, poor guy. He's just like, whoa. And he gets up, he's, and he's drenched. Oh, I, all, all over the floor, I finished it. I felt so bad for the janitor that I had to clean that up. My dad's like, Tony, he's around right my back. He's like, Stop, please. I can't, you can't fucking stop. <laughs> you can't
0: stop that. <laughs> yeah. It's like midstream. Yeah. But the
1: Darkin's entourage was just around the corner. They, they saw all this. Workout. Really? My dad's like, Great, they're going to take a fucking week now. They saw it. I'm like, Good. After it's all done, like, Good, let them take that. I feel better now. I said, Let's eat. <laughs> <laughs> How many
0: hours before the fight was out?
1: uh this was the night before the night
0: before oh, okay the night
1: before we'll just have to make him wait yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah so. that's awesome well you know what man thanks a lot for uh, for joining us today and uh, i hope you come back on again because it was a lot of fun but uh anyways take care bud hey thanks
1: for having me man thank
0: you oh shit i
1: didn't record oh <laughs> <So far. laughs>